Coming up on this episode of The Break Room. Defenders, likely are canon. Yep. If we go by the Disney Plus rules, yep. the Disney Plus timeline rules, yep. how do we think this sets up, if at all, like a new Defender saga? Are they going to use the D word ever again in the I MCU? Hope so. I hope so. It's too good not to use. Hello, and welcome back to The Break Room. I'm Brandon Bear. Who cares? Joining me today, we got Hector Navarro. Hello. And Coy Jandro. Oh, hi, the name is fun. I like that. <laughs> we're, all, we're, oh, doing our, we're doing our most normal. Hello. hello. Uh, if you, how I group friends and family. Hello. Hello. Uh, Echo released earlier this week, if you didn't know, and if you haven't watched it all by now, we'll turn off this video immediately. Uh, but it's fair. It's five episodes of TV, and you might be pretty busy. Uh, but when you're ready and you've watched all five episodes of Echo, tune into this right now. And if you have, you're still here and you haven't left. We're going to go over some lingering, lingering questions we have okay. about this show. Okay. Uh, and we got a few. We got a bunch. Uh, I, I, we have a graphic? Lingering questions? Boom. Lingering oh. questions. Oh, what a I like the Yeah, the decimal points that go yeah. off into awesome. infinity. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Uh, we're discuss <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing our lingering questions and yours. Yeah. If you're in the chat right now, producer Evan will pull your questions live from the chat at Breakroom and R. Let them know what you are. Uh, and we also had some comments from our videos over the week. We'll pull some of those into the show today. So let's get into it okay. with our first lingering question and probably uh -huh. my biggest lingering question. What happened to Biscuits and Bonnie? Biscuits and Bonnie. And, uh, and uh, 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 what's, the, what's the dog's name? Billy Jack. Billy Jack. Billy Jack. A lot Billy of beans Jack. in this script. Biscuits, Bonnie, Billy Jack. I, I love, love it. What a country western it. trio. I love it. Uh, you know, there were rumors around this show that an episode was cut. Sure. Uh, and it did feel like it, right? Especially with uh, Biscuits and Bonnie's storylines. I remember, like, episode four, they, they showed Biscuits going into the uh, the car graveyard. The junkyard. The yeah. junkyard. He had a great line about, like, uh, Chula saying that, like, nothing's ever... Things that are thrown away are still useful, or something mm -hmm. like that. It was, you know, it was a metaphor for the show. I liked his line about, "Isn't that from The Lion King?" Yeah, it was a nice little moment of levity after like the devastating scene. I think right before was Chula and Maya, right, right, hashing it out. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we're all like, "Oh my god!" And then we go to Biscuits, and he's like, "I'm funny." Yeah, <laughs> and we're they, into, the, into the we need junkyard. you, Biscuits. Yeah, I love that every time Biscuits came in, we were like, "This is necessary." Yeah, this is when we need him. Uh, it was the required Disney reference that we need in every Marvel uh -huh. project now, uh -huh. right? Ever set, I'll never forget with Age of Ultron was like right after Disney Pinocchio. had acquired yeah, Marvel Pinocchio. and immediately I've got no strings and I was like oh baby here we go yeah, yeah. Mary Poppins is still the best I think I still think that is the a good strongest one. Mary Poppins that is, is a good one, one. I love yeah, it I love that's it true. that's true um, what other Disney references are in the MCU <laughs> let us know in the chat what else did we miss yeah what's your favorite <laughs> Disney reference in the MCU <sighs> um, my favorite is the Disney reference in Aquaman is also Pinocchio remember that Aquaman two in Aquaman one. When he talks about like hiding inside of a whale, oh, and then, then Bear is like, "You did it from a book," and he goes, "Oh, I thought it was a movie. Like, it's, 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 <laughs> I, I didn't know it was a book. Oh, cool." And then in Aquaman two, they mentioned lots Loki. of references. <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman two like was a big fan of Marvel movies. Yeah, it was. It was. Also, I said Maestro for the whale. That's an Oscar-nominated movie. It's Monstro, I believe. That's yeah, true. Monstro. Maestro yeah. is uh, when a... he plays a whale. Yeah, Maestro's next time he tries Maestro's Maestro. when the whale's like, I still have summer in my heart. Yeah, Bradley Cooper could do it. I would watch a movie where Bradley Cooper plays Monstro. Yeah. It's Kevin Smith's yeah. sequel to Tusk. It's Bradley Cooper as the whale from Moby Dick. Yeah. I see it as like a wicked story where Monstro's not the problem. He's just a whale. <laughs> Listen, the whales are attacking the ships right now. I see it as that great sort of 
like in one location drama with Darren Aronofsky directing, and it's just Cooper <laughs> in the suit, and he is He's Monstro, the, the whale, the sequel it's to the whale. Suit. It's not an inversion. <laughs> yes, of... it's the oh movie The Whale, which is very well acted but extremely problematic. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, so Biscuits and Bonnie, right? Right. <laughs> what happened right. to these storylines? Yeah, the fourth episode, we get a, a quick check-in on Biscuits in the junkyard to set up that he somehow yeah. turned the car into a monster truck. I'm assuming with his friend's help, who was the mechanic. Mm -hmm. And then there was literally just a shot of Bonnie looking forlorn by the kitchen sink. Uh, yeah, she got a cutaway four. reference oh. shot. Yeah, just to, Is, just to remind that, us that Bonnie exists. Was that because she, was she feeling any, like, like Lopez family energy or Ooh, anything? Or I don't I, think I'm so. I think remember. she was just sad because the last mm. we had seen of Bonnie... Maya was like, yeah, I'll definitely have a drink with you. And then never showed up. Right? The just brutal. entire season, they were like, Bonnie's really important. And then Bonnie was just always yeah. off camera like, I'm really important. Yeah. And I wanted so badly to have a scene with them beyond the one yeah. we got where she got to actually... That was closure I felt like we never had for character or arc. Yeah, I love. I mean, I loved the moment where she's thrown into the room with Maya, and uh, you know, there's right. the dramatic irony of the audience. We know that she's about to turn around and see Maya, and she takes a long time to kind of turn and see her. And Maya's just like, "Hey, uh, sorry, I didn't yeah. text." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I want. I really wanted more, and I wanted to. They have a little bit of a, a you know, kind of moment. Mm -hmm. But to your point, like Mayan Chula's was so much more. I wanted sure. that for Mayan Bond. Yeah, I wonder if, do we know too, if, uh, or maybe we do and so remind me, was this an issue where like the show filmed six episodes and then they told them we need to trim this to five? Or did they have six episodes I've heard written? A lot of different things. Did they have six episodes written and then I they went, you need to trim it to point. And right, but like I'm saying, were they written? Were they filmed? I think they filmed eight and then I heard they. Really? Yeah, I heard this was one of the longer show, and wow. then this is unsubstantiated. This is all take it for sure, sure, the biggest sure. grain of salt. But then when they, uh, we heard all those rumors about a year ago that it was unreleasable and all those things. So they oh. cut those episodes down into this more streamlined fiber that does flow okay, but definitely yeah. feels like it's a hodgepodge in the finale to me. But I think that whatever was unwatchable, you'll notice that a lot of the stuff that feels more like the Netflix show, it's Kingpin in isolation. I'm wondering how much after the Hawkeye Hawk, uh, Kingpin didn't go well, they were like, let's up up the Netflix tone and make oh. Hawkeye a darker show. Because they added I mean, the blood in post. They did a lot of things that felt oh. like they darkened it. And I'm wondering if... Vincent did a lot of reshoots to when change did, the tone of the show. When did Hawkeye release? It was uh, that was a, uh, a December joint, right? And it was, it was a holiday and joint. it came out not last year but twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah, because last year was twenty three. No, twenty twenty one. Oh, it was right. Twenty twenty one. Because it was right before Spider Man. So yeah. they'd have time to add Vincent D'Onofrio's darker side, change the tone sure, from sure. that and use this and, as an opportunity. Have the time to make the decision to do Marvel Spotlight. Right. The viewer discretion. Right. You know, so, and there's also yeah. moments in the show that not only do we have scenes that we saw in the trailer that aren't in here, which is very common, mm -hmm. but it I heard there was a scene that had her working with Kingpin as a bait and switch for a point. And that would be oh, okay. that would mean the finale is a totally different point in the show. Mm. Like so that changes what the narrative would have been. I think mm. the scene with that beautiful reveal of her outfit amongst her family mm -hmm. when they like instead of doing a superhero landing and having a third act fight, they kind of have There's her already ancestors. with everyone. I think that might have been added later. True, it's possible. Okay. So those things make me think it yeah. was a lot different of a show and then they were like how do we make this five yeah, foot cleaner? And, and it's interesting too because if if the challenge is we already had a bunch of stuff filmed like shot, filmed, partly edited. Mm -hmm. We had an eight episode show. And for whatever reason, for financial reasons, which I hope isn't the case, or for creative reasons, they were looking at what they had and they were like, the pacing isn't the best. 
for them to edit whatever they had, rewrite and reshoot whatever they had to get the five episodes. Because again, if you watch the, because I also think that there's maybe certain things from the last episode missing. Mm -hmm. But what I felt like was maybe missing was was the kind of shots and different different angles of like what happens to what's that weird South African or Australian Zane. bad guy? Zane. He's, I'm he's, like, what happens to Zane after he got Welsh. shot? I've got confirmed Welsh. Where he is Welsh and his accent the, is and Welsh. the character's Welsh. Okay, thank you, thank yeah. you. Um, so it's like, what happened to him? What happened to those dudes that uh, that Biscuits crushed with the monster right. truck inside the van? We saw the cops kind of pull up. Right. We were talking about this yesterday of like, what was like the resolution? What was the sort of, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. resolving action for all that stuff? That, uh, to me, felt like it, it could have been just sort of trimmed for pacing. Sure. But then... It sort of been a way cleaner as six, I think, especially without the denouement. There is no closure. I think so too, but I wanted to bring up the question of if this show was six episodes or eight episodes, would we be sitting here being like, man, it really dragged in the middle. Like, it really, they really could have... Like, it's... I'm just saying yeah, it's yeah. always tough to... like. It's hard have, to know the world. Right. We, we have in. this alternate universe version of Echo. Right. We don't have the eight episode universe version where people are going, it started strong, but man, there were too many scenes with Bonnie. There yeah. were too many scenes yeah. with Biscuits. They were just reiterating... Because again, going to Biscuits, the scene is he goes to the junkyard and then it cuts and then he's in a monster truck. Right. Was that their intention for like a big reveal? If there had been a scene or a montage in the middle where he's building a monster truck, does that reveal me nothing? Like, how does yeah. that work in that sort of like shortcut from this to this? Would I have liked to have seen more biscuits? Yeah. Oh, yeah. More Bonnie? Yeah. But I don't know how necessarily important they were to this particular story. But it's interesting you say Echo working for Kingpin. Yeah. Because I'm thinking maybe they may carry over some stuff mm -hmm. story-wise into a future... It Whatever. also did feel sure. like the way they set up the episode three going into four, there was something between three and four that didn't ever air. Like there was oh. definitely a moment to me that felt like she was deciding what to do and she was definitely considering oh. Kingpin's offer. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden she was like, I've had a change of heart. And I was like, I did not see a lot of change of heart Upper, you know, happen. It's possible. Uh, jump me back for a second, just because we're in this kind of mode. Uh, Robo Kitties was also asking about the monster truck. It did seemingly kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and Sarah Hatchadorian asking a question that we've been talking about in the office, just while you know we were kind of on Bonnie. Uh, who were Bonnie's parents? What do we think? Great that question. <laughs> the family lineage wasn't quite clear there. Yeah. We know that they were our, our cousins, according to a very young Bonnie. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Do you think that her parents were cut out? Do you think that was ever a factor that might well, have been? Well, that's a great question. I was re-watching the first episode, and in the opening sequence, which is that flashback in 2007, yeah. when mm -hmm. they're in Oklahoma, uh, Grandpa, played by Grand Green, like Scully, he, say, he says... And Biscuit's dad was blank, 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 blank. Right, right. And like telling a story. And then he goes, bare ass. Like he's telling the story. So they're already talking about Biscuit's dad. Yeah. Whoever Biscuit's dad is. And I don't know if we know who Biscuit's is. So I feel like there is there is a family that we're not necessarily seeing every member of. Or maybe some of them have yeah. passed. Or maybe some of them don't live in Oklahoma. Because like, even Henry moved to New York and then came back. Yeah. yeah. So it's, and the, he's you on, know. On, and on, how did Henry's yeah. story end? Exactly. Like Henry right. shot the guy. We don't see him again. We're like, where did Henry right. go? Because he was a big part of the whole show. Yeah, and it's yeah. like Kingpin's might not go after my end. But Henry's, but like man. Henry's and did he did he show up at the uh, Fast and Furious cookout at the end or no? It was no, he wasn't, he wasn't there. there. So that again, yeah. that's a story where I'm like, does he go to New York? And the Fast and Furious cookout very felt very like half people were there. Like yeah. it felt very yeah. like why are there three people? Wait, there? no, I think yeah. Henry was at the the Fast and Furious. Right? Was he? Because yeah, I'm pretty he... sure. Dashley, can we can well, we pull that up? Pull that up. Because it was it was I mean it was a brief scene. It was Henry, Biscuits, Trula, and Bonnie. And I think no, Scully. Scully wasn't at the. He was not. Yeah, Scully wasn't. So the other that's another thing. Sarah had Jordan asking is Scully Maya's mom's birth parent, and I think based on the the you know what we're thinking. 
oh. where he was probably dating Chula. Yeah. I get that. And so maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But then what I'm thinking now, based on you recapping that first episode, is what yeah. if Scully is Biscuits and Bonnie's Grandpa? biological grandfather, and then they're and just then they're kind just of cousins, cousins by, by marriage. Like, yeah. it's possible by marriage or just by close community. I took right? it. I took it kind of as yeah, because if you look at the photo too of like young Bonnie and young Maya, mm-hmm. on uh, you know it's. Maya's parents, and then like Chula's there, and there's no representation for mm-hmm. who's Bonnie's parents. Mm-hmm. Might be. I, you know, it could be like you know your your parents' cousins' kids are still your cousins, for sure. you're so far removed, right? right? Sure. And it could just be like this is a tight knit community. You know, something could have happened to Bonnie's parents, and Chula raised her, and it's just like whether yeah. or not they are related by close family blood ties, your cousins, right? Like yeah. that's just what it is, and like. Uh, Chula's like everyone's grandma, right? right. She is like the yeah. grandma of this community. So, matriarch, you know, yeah. uh, we don't know but the exact lineage. And I think it would be too sad to say that like Chula lost two children yeah. and just has their their Maybe. children around. I think we have the picture too of the... the oh, okay. oh, oh, it there. is there. Because yeah, yeah. I remember at the Henry. end, Sorry, I remember Henry. at the end, I don't know if it was Henry, I, it was probably Biscuits, but Biscuits and Bonnie nod to each other yeah, when yeah. Maya shows up. Right. So, yeah, so the family's there. But anyway, the, the cool thing about this is clocking that there are some family members not explored, mm-hmm. all that means is just story potential yeah. in the future if they wanted to, mm-hmm. like... And the fact that we're invested enough to ask. Yeah. Like, it's like the Miss Marvel element where the family yeah. has important oh, is the superhero yeah. stuff because you're For like, sure. I want to know more here. Yeah, well, I thought they did a great job making the family important and the, and the supporting yes. characters. I didn't go, where's Maya? Or vice versa when mm-hmm. she was on screen. It felt balanced. It, it, it went... To the point where at the end of episode four, I think, Maya gets on a motorcycle and takes off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is she heading to New York? It was confusing. Yes. There was yeah. too many but motorcycle sequences where I was like, is she, she leaving got off town? And she was in a totally other outfit, yeah. which means yeah. they definitely shot some stuff. They shot some yeah. stuff. She was wearing a jacket, and then she, when she runs in the house, she's in her uh, superhero red. Yeah. So mm. it's like, when did the change happen? Well, my, but my thing was, like, starting this show... My sort of comic book brain is going like, there's going to be a showdown in the last episode with Kingpin versus Maya in New York. It has to be. Mm. But then, like watching the show and getting used to all the family members and like getting getting to to leave. I was like, no, I like Oklahoma. Like that's a family. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's cool that the finale. And then I love that you came to them. Like that was yes. also made the Kingpin experience yes. unique and that ominous music while he's behind yeah. the building looking as big as it. They did such a good job Agreed. making it a new setting and making it why there aren't other people involved. Like yeah. I, I thought yeah. it felt super comic-y to you're have right. in, if New, you were, York, if you're in New York, Daredevil popped up. But yes. when they went to Oklahoma, it's like, this is the reason why we're yeah. taking care of it. Absolutely. That's a and good I, point. I like it too as like kind of a rebirth of Maya. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel like her powers are stronger there because it is like yeah. her mm-hmm. ancestral home. Yeah. Like kind of like Talo, right? The magic only yeah. works in Talo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who knows if she can do the the glow hands in New York, it doesn't Maybe matter. Maybe it's cause... stronger in proximity to Oklahoma. Yeah. She can still do stuff. But yeah. it's like when she's in Oklahoma, <laughs> the woo, signals, woo, she's, she's, all, she's full she's, bars. When she's, in in, when she's in Alabama, full bars. <laughs> that's Native American territory. I love that. Uh, that was great. And I, I do think, I, I I agree that I think stuff was shot and cut because it had the same kind of feel okay. of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Where they had to cut had stuff to. because of the yeah. pandemic and yeah. the, 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 the So, uh, you know, maybe we'll get an extended cut of Echo at some or point. Or deleted scenes or something. And I'm, my, my biggest concern would be that like they, they cut an episode because they're like, well, if we're releasing this week to week, yeah. it's going to be too slow. And, uh, you know, we yeah. can't go a whole week in between these episodes. And then they're just like, oh, we're just going to drop them all at once. Well, could you have dropped all six right. or all eight at once? And it, the right. pacing doesn't matter as much? I don't know. I, I, what, no matter what the scenario is, I'm really hoping that, and I feel like this has been the case, I'm going to go to bat for them, that Marvel Studios will learn one way or the other. They're going to learn lessons from this Echo show, right? We've talked about yeah. how it felt experimental to be mm-hmm. Marvel Spotlight, dropping yeah. all five at once, 
You know what I mean? So like, how are they going to move forward with this kind of material and with like well, editing this kind of stuff? And I'm hopeful that thanks to the the strikes from SAG, yeah. Yeah. Uh, SAG-AFTRA and yeah. the writers that like, they're going to make better shows because they're going to have to have like showrunners and full sure. writers rooms. Sure. And they're reshooting a lot of Ironheart, it sounds like. Right. And okay. it, we know Daredevil Wonder Man's is, going back into production. Man, but yeah. and, and Daredevil's a whole new team. Yeah. And then they're starting, so that's fresh. kind of starting fresh there. So I think going forward, we're in a, a, the new era. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Actually, in that vein, before we move on, it's a good segue to this question from Ellie Finelli. Uh, as terms of lessons being learned from uh, by Disney, do you think the season releasing at once improves the episode cliffhanger expectation mm. problem that Marvel and Disney Plus has struggled with, I guess, in, in this person's opinion? Uh, so, do, yeah, how do you feel uh, well, about this, this release schedule? I mean, that's a good question. Can, can they elaborate on the sort of what they mean by the cliffhanger yeah. problem? What do you guys think that means? I don't know exactly uh, from, what that from the From Ellie Finelli, I feel like one of the biggest things that has troubled Disney Plus is that we expect something week to week, and by the time the episode comes, we have talked ourselves into expecting something that you're just not going to mm. see on a streaming show. Like you want an Evan Peters knocking on the door at the end of WandaVision episode whatever to happen every right. week for every Marvel <laughs> Disney Plus show. Me. That's rough, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I personally am like an anti-binger when it comes to any show. Yeah. Uh, I learned, and I came to this discovery when I was like catching up on uh, Breaking Bad because I was, like most people, late to that show. Mm -hmm. uh, and I watched a whole bunch, like two seasons in like a week, right? Oh, yeah, and then yeah. I was like on the normal cadence of the show. Yeah. What I like so much more about a normal cadence of a show is having time to sit with an episode. Because yeah, when you when you binge, you're, you're watching A story. And yeah. B and C just like leave your mind. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I would read stuff about stuff that had happened in the first few seasons. Like, oh, I totally yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Or, like, you're half watching if you're watching like six hours at yeah. once. And again, you need well-written television to do that. Like right. standalone <laughs> episodes that have their own arc and, and aren't just like getting you through the, the whole show. story. Like I think talking yeah. about a show is as important as the show itself. I think right. like the community that comes around it, like fandom used to be an inherently positive thing. But now it's it's something that like, but week to week, I think it's a net positive if the toxicity is turned down. And yeah. generally it's a good thing to have that talk week to week. Yeah. Cause that allows yeah. you to share in the experience of the show That's versus true. sharing. Also just from the artist side, you make something for a year and then you watch it in six hours. Yeah. I'm like, screw that. Like, like if I, everything right, on yeah. Netflix just comes and goes so fast. Yeah. And it it's feels true. like they shot it for that. Yeah. Like I, I feel like when you make something that's content, you're not making art. And I think the question in the chat, Evan, correct me if I'm wrong, is like, will Marvel now, if they're give, if they've given themselves the option to do all once release, mm -hmm. are they going to take less pressure, more pressure off of themselves to do these sort of big moment things in the middle of a show? Is that kind of what the question I is? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I don't know. I guess I, I, I'm just going to land on. It depends on what the project is. Yeah. I think five episodes for this Echo story, I think worked really That's well. That's a great. I, and I think it depends on how you shoot the show because yeah. we won't be talking about Echo in four weeks. We would have. Oh. I mean, We're not, oh, well, you just maybe. mean that like if it had been coming out, yeah, we, we, there's we'd no still, reality where mid-February we're going to be on this show talking about Echo, and well, we would have been. Here, the I mean, it's just like the binge model doesn't make for long conversations. The great uh, thing, yeah. the great thing about uh, about Echo having to deal with a Native American character is it feels for me recently I've been looking at some stuff. It feels like there's a lot of Native American. There's like it feels like there's a there's a a care to try to do more movies and stories and TV shows mm -hmm. with Native American characters and actors and stuff. So I'm hoping if Lily Gladstone wins mm -hmm. an Oscar, do you know what I mean? That like maybe the up. conversation will be like, and that, and Echo, and that, mm -hmm. you know, and um, uh, what's the actor's name that plays um, 
that plays Echo's father who gets killed in, in the flashbacks in Hawkeye is Zahn something. He's in a show called Dark Winds on AMC with all Native American actors, all Native American writers and stuff. So like, I'm hoping that that can be a good reason to keep talking about Echo specifically, yeah, even yeah. though it was the one uh, drop. But I don't know. I hope that it. I hope Marvel just understands and chooses what story is going to work best for that. Which model? Because it's like yeah. Stranger Things changed their position. I mean, like this yeah. last Stranger Things, I thought was genius because yep. binge, 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 stop, cliffhanger, <laughs> big finale. Yeah. And yeah. I think you the. One of the only positive things about streaming is that you are in control of the release. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. do what you want to do. Don't follow some standard. Like, release it how you feel like suits the art. Stop making it whatever yes. the fans demand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So case by case is the answer. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, here's another question yep. that lingers in my mind. How will Fisk's <laughs> inferred mayoral pursuit affect his situation with Maya? Uh, do you think this will help, like, take his obsessive mind off of Maya? Now he's like, uh... Uh, you know, I'm gonna be uh, the mayor of New York, and that's what I care about now. Right, Maya. Uh, uh, Maya. <laughs> uh, yesterday when we were filming with Jessica, yes. she had a great point of like New York will be the new Maya. He's gonna like love bomb New York and like <laughs> yeah, try and yeah, make yeah. that his obsession. Because you could look at the ending of Echo as a way that like Fisk got embarrassed. Mm -hmm. He he not only got scared of Maya's power, mm -hmm. but also like the women in her family. Mm -hmm. So he the the story may go in the direction of like. Oklahoma's off limits because <laughs> yeah. he's like scared. Yeah. So, but he's never going to show that. Instead, he's just going to be like, "Stop do working over there. Work over here," and just kind of try to save face and and be. I think he killed that ways. one henchman that got him out of there. Who saw maybe him, like, what did you do to me? And maybe. he's like holding the gun. Honestly, like, they get in the limo. He takes a couple of the, the SL yeah. interpreter. He, yeah, you're right. He killed the interpreter. <laughs> that was. I was so happy. You can hear her. You can yeah. hear her saying, "Please, yeah." No. I don't yeah. know anything. I don't oh, know anything. God. I mean, would, would I? Such a clever I'm way still to show feel sick people. about that. Would, would I like a future story, whether it's a season two of Echo or like an episode of Daredevil: Born yeah. Again or whatever, where the Lopez and Echo family is revisited in Oklahoma? Yeah, because mm -hmm. I love those actors. I love those characters. But would I want to see Kingpin is targeting them again? Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I'd love to find a way to have them be involved and have Maya be involved, mm -hmm. but have her go through something different, you know? And she went through such a character arc, her character right. in this five episodes, but yeah, what does it mean for the future? Is she gonna be teaming up or fighting with Matt Murdock? Is mm -hmm. she gonna be going back to New York? Is she gonna be on the Avengers? Yeah. Is she gonna be on the New Defenders? Is she gonna be, there's so many different things you could do with that character. And in terms of her relationship with Fisk, you could do that. But I, yeah, I don't want, I just don't want to see the grandma targeted again, I no. guess is what I'm saying. Keep, like, keep grandma safe. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> keep Biscuit safe. Keep yeah. Bonnie safe. She's a, she's a first responder. She's doing good stuff yeah. in Tomaha. Yeah. Uh, I do think that, you know, it is an interesting place where they left those two characters because I feel like Maya, in a lot of ways, is almost like resolve, kind of put away her, her urge to kill Mm -hmm. Wilson, yeah. right? Like, yeah. as long as yes. he doesn't threaten her family, like, yes. she pities him in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, she uh, had to heal and then realize yeah. that's, that's how she could help him and then, like, now it's on him. You're yeah. my uncle. I still love you. It's I do think... Devastating. <laughs> I want to see a scene where, like, Matt calls up Maya and is like, hey, what did you do to this guy? <laughs> yeah. he is He's acted real yeah. crazy. He's acting yeah. real strange. Yeah, He's yeah, wearing yeah. a hammer around his neck on a gold chain. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this. What does that That'd mean? Be great. That'd be great. I, I think, the obviously, the mayoral stuff is going to affect uh, the greater MCU. Yes. Uh, I mean, I think this directly ties into Daredevil, but I think it also could tie into Spider-Man 4, depending on if Tom Holland wants to come back. It yes. could tie into Thunderbolts, because yeah. they, you need them to be a betrayal force of heroism, and that is inherently going to tie into X-Men, because you need a world that hates and fears them. This could yeah. be yeah. the 
this could be what Kang was going to be, mm -hmm. but on a street level, where there's Does, someone, Emperor Palpatine, behind the scenes right. who says he's got government power instead of time power. Does yeah. Val use the power of the CIA to help uh, Wilson Fisk get elected you know, as I, mayor of New York? The CIA is not supposed to operate within the bounds of the United States. I just they would wanted, never do that. I just want to defend <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus Here we go. I wasn't <laughs> attacking her, I don't know. I just want to defend her I was talking honor. about Val, not the actress. I want to talk about Val for a second. Okay. Uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, because Bless. she is shady. But in the comic books, in the comic books, back me up here, Coy, she's generally a good guy. Generally. She's generally but a she Nick makes Fury. She's selfish. That's the right. difference. But she Nick is Fury a... is is 80% selfless, 20% selfish. And you I would, would say, say Val is, is more like 60-40? Yeah. Yeah, but I think that she's 60 still... 60 selfless? 60 selfish, selfish, but if the greater good benefits her, she'll mm. do it. Oh, and okay. she, she typically has a background of like, she is one of the high-ranking or one of the earliest S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. And okay. she's benevolent, but along, I would say right, that along like with Maria Hill is selfless. Nick Fury, more selfless. You know what I mean? Uh, like, whereas, sure. So she'll use her power a little bit. But all of those spy characters, they all do shady stuff. Oh, 100%. Um, but 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 Nick Fury can be like the mentor to Kamala Khan in the Marvels, and I don't think Valentina could no. ever do that. But my point is, is that I still I feel like to to defend Val for a second <laughs> that what she's been doing in the MCU thus far mm -hmm. is shady. Okay. But I think we may get a scroll reveal. I think we may get some kind of a like no, but here's the real Val, and she's still as badass and as Julia Louis Dreyfus mm -hmm. as we come to expect. But she's maybe not going to do. That stuff, you know what I, I mean? I think they're gonna go, I think the way they're gonna go is we're assembling a team and the Thunderbolts are such a direct parallel to the Avengers that yeah. from another perspective, Nick Fury going off book and recruiting metahumans is sketchy. Oh, for sure. So like, it's for just sure. her way of being like, but, at least I'm on the books, at least and, I'm above board. And so right it's not now, sketchy to her. And right now, Valentina with the Thunderbolts lineup that we're aware of, uh -huh. they're all, they all also are above board. Right, that's they're what I'm like, saying. Like, I, it's I John Walker. It's government it's, version of Nick Fury. Right. So therefore she's excusing their misdeeds because she's like, these are American citizens. I'm doing the it's, right thing. They're not metahumans. That not, guy thinks he's a god. They're not perfect, but no hero in Marvel really is outside of yeah. like Steve Rogers or whatever. And I'm saying that this is a little bit further from like a Norman Osborn Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers. Oh, I totally sure. agree. They're not, she's not recruiting supervillains, as far as we know, to like disguise themselves. But that's why I think we need Mayor Fisk to be like the so the Devil's Reign storyline. Yeah. Mayor Fisk uh, basically establishes that anyone that's a vigilante fully illegal. And currently, Luke Cage is the mayor after years of Fisk being mayor. Luke yeah, Cage he runs, is mayor. He runs against uh, Fisk. Yeah, it's which, amazing. It's which such is, good is there like a third person who's like, I'm also here. Tom, and, and, and all the uh, voters are like, Are you a superhero though or villain? Because we're not interested in you if you're yeah, just a What's, what's going on here? But Luke Cage is now mayor, and he's basically yeah. stuck in the red tape of trying to fix the laws. That, right. So it's like a bunch of fun bureaucracy, which doesn't sound fun, but it is. But uh, what's interesting is the Thunderbolts right now is only on issue three or four. Hawkeye's leading them yeah. because they're the only above board team. They're sanctioned. So what I think will be interesting okay. is if Mayor Fisk establishes vigilantism is illegal, and Thunderbolts then, suddenly become the only good guys, the only and then that, can, that pushes yeah. everyone else towards the X-Men, which is a world that hates and fears them, or, which allows us to have all this Mayor Fisk stuff be big, 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 big. So it you also can be a vigilante outside the 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 boundaries the of New York, York City. Area. <laughs> you just can't oh, do it, Spider-Man to feel can't like do it on the island of Manhattan. Look, man, That'd New York, they're the trendsetters. All right, there's going to be legislation following in that path across sure. the country, sure. across the world. President Harrison Ford is going to hate Hulk a lot, and he's going to yeah. be like, "Oh, New York yeah. looks pretty good over here." And 
off going off of what Koi said, even before getting to the X-Men, you could also do the thing where this forces like an under... Well, first of all, it forces the Young Avengers because mm -hmm. there's no sanctioned Avengers right now. There's no sure, Avengers at Avengers sure. Compound. Mm -hmm. We've talked about how like Young Avengers could then come up because all the young people are like, well, the adults aren't doing it. They're slipping up. Yeah. yeah. So Kamala has I to recruit the young people. I think Thunderbolts kill a Young Avenger and that's where Kamala's law comes oh. from. I think we get Kamala's law in Thunderbolts. I also think if you want to factor Echo back into this and Matt Murdock, mm -hmm. maybe they're not Avengers Avengers, but maybe they become a sort of secret Avengers or underground Avengers, mm -hmm. just like post-Civil War in the comic mm -hmm. books, when it was basically that lineup of characters. Yeah. It was Luke Cage, yeah. it was Peter Parker wearing a black suit. Mm -hmm. What could he run into with some goo from a bar in Mexico? I want that he could so be black-suited Tom Holland Spider-Man. It, it could be a team that is street-level focused, and you could loop in your Jessica Joneses, your Luke Cages, your Iron Fist, unfortunately, and Echo, you know what I mean? At that level, while the Thunderbolts are active, yeah. while Sam Wilson might be trying to get like the legit Avengers together, but it's like slow going, mm -hmm. while the young Avengers are active, and all the while, maybe we wait till after Secret Wars, but like a team of young students in Westchester County, New York, mm -hmm. are watching from the TV at their school, well, and they're like, we're gonna, crazy. we're gonna be the X-Men. Well, we gotta be the X-Men. Everyone's gathering a lot, because yeah. Kate Bishop got, just got recruited, we've yeah. got you know Val recruiting, we've got Wong yeah. recruiting, so yeah. there's a lot of recruitment, and Madison I think- Madison better be at the Sanctum Sanctorum, that's all I'm saying. I think Secret Wars is gonna be like 10 teams. <laughs> and at that moment, <laughs> could be. It might and at be. that moment, we zoom into the sun, and from the other side, Icarus pops Icarus. out. Like, I'm back! He's like, no. I didn't die. He's also, dead. Deadpool, no, he's Deadpool not dead. recruiting people. He Deadpool survives. is going to be getting the oh, yeah. X-Men. Everyone's for the, recruiting people for, the Deadpool, for Secret Wars. Deadpool's Avengers are going to be the Uncanny Avengers. Oh, which I want so bad. Because mm. that run right now, Jerry Duggan, you mad genius. Evan, go. Evan's got a question. Um, Savvy389 was asking, do you think Valentina would have an interest in Maya? We wouldn't see Maya in the Thunderbolts, likely, but do you think that there could be some more crossover between the two there? Well, who has she have had interest in so far? Yelena? Yep. Uh, and John Walker. Yep. Mm -hmm. And she's the head of the CIA mm -hmm. and has had interest in what's going on out in Wakanda, but she like had her ex-husband Martin Freeman arrested. <laughs> right. Those are like the main things she's done so far. And he also, and he got freed and then got put in sure. a scroll cage. Sure. Yeah. What the hell? So we don't know if the, if the Martin Freeman and Secret Invasion, right. Is there like a Martin Freeman in Wakanda? And then somebody- No, I assumed it was- It was that they one. They popped- they, him out. They he's, popped him out. He's in the wind. He's in the wind. Maybe he was in Wakanda, but he's like, I'm just gonna pop him over to France to grab a. a and the whole time he's been a scroll. And well, no, no, I think he he got replaced he got after, replaced after being forever. broken okay. out of. The point is, is um, I don't, I can't see Valentina being interested in Maya because she's so anti-hero, vigilante, kills yeah. people. Whereas the other ones have like a sense of duty. I don't feel they're like all, they're all like government agents. They're yeah, her sense of duty is to her people in Oklahoma. Why would she? I mean, again, I could see Val's, again, Val's interest because Ghost. Ghost is on the right. Thunderbolts. Yeah, so Ghost we don't know why yet. Right, but She's that's kind of a similar case where Ghost was was a bad guy basically right. and killed people and like you know had powers. But out of got I think she's gonna John get Walker manipulated into sure, joining sure. the Thunderbolts to get her life back. I don't think you can manipulate Echo. That's what I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, Maya, yeah, but yeah. Maya is useful for her knowledge of Fisk's yes. organization. So that's why maybe Daredevil reaches out. Oh well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I, d I definitely see Daredevil as a as a more linear path than yeah. now. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Did that answer the question? Will she, yep. help, will she help get jealous of Daredevil and no. Maya? No. Very different relationship. No, running. because I mean, I love Jen. Jennifer is not going to... It's not an OTP with Matt Murdock. We know this. It's what it was. It's what and, it was. And they're both happier for it. They're adults. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jennifer needs to go and date like Wyatt Wingfoot and like yeah. all these other dudes we haven't met yet. Wonder it Man? should be fine. Maybe. 
Ace they, of Spades? Did they They're date? adorable, dude. I don't did know they, if they did Jack in the comics. Hearts? Yeah, Jack of Hearts. Jack of Hearts? Ace yeah. of Spades is a Motorhead song. Jack that's of right, Hearts. That's right. I'm yeah. just thinking of who's in the MCU on the West Coast right, right now. Right, right, right. Uh, the Runaways? The Teenagers? Dude, I don't know. She-Hulk right, and yeah. Yaya, man, that'd make me happy. Good for Yaya. Like, he's Wonder Man, so that'd be, that'd be delightful. Yeah. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, if you saw Watchmen, good for Jen. Okay, before... six. Good for Jen. Good for Jen. Kind of flashback. I'm just saying. Uh, all right, before we get into our de- before we get into our defenders talk, we want to thank our friends at Factor for sponsoring today's episode. We've been sponsored by Factor before, and man, they make delicious little meals. They get mailed right to your door. They're ready to eat. They take all the stress out of meal planning, and they set you up for success. Especially in this new year, where maybe you have new fitness or diet goals. Skip the grocery stores. Skip all that prep work. Don't cook. Keep your stove off. These natural gas stoves are killing us, folks. Instead, get chef's crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. They're ready to heat and eat in just two minutes, which means more time for you, which is what you need the most this new year. Uh, they have over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options that have uh, keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and more. Plus, you get over 55 weekly add-ons. You have a ton of nutritious, nutritious nutritious and flavorful options. Factor, that went really quick. Uh, I was just gonna, I was gonna hop down, sorry. Oh, oh, they also have add-ons. You can get stuff like this, like this, this oh, uh, yeah. health shot. Ooh. This one is uh, apple, ginger, lemon, and cayenne. Oh, that sounds delightful. Oh, I'm healthy. Whoa. <laughs> that had a little kick on the back of that there. I feel so healthy. Someone spit in my mouth. I won't get Sometimes sick. Sometimes I yell, oh, I'm healthy after a nice health shot. 100% real juice. That's awesome. I'm juiced up, baby. Uh, head on over to factormeals.com slash breakroom50 and use code breakroom50 to get 50% off. That's code breakroom50 at factormeals.com slash breakroom50 to get 50% off. I can see through televisions. Yeah, this I'm is I'm so great. healthy right now. This is awesome. In- the ingredients are apple juice, ginger juice, lemon juice, cayenne pepper. I That's drink it, it off. All I, I love these things because yeah. whether or not they actually work... It, uh, you know, it's like a pussy. You feel it. Feel <laughs> no matter what, you feel great. Which means it does work. You know what? It's better than the six Coke Zeros I've had today. Oh, Here yeah. we go. That's true. Brandon has had six Coke Zeros. How dare you? I cannot read that nutrition How fact. How dare you? There's no reality there. Uh, uh, when you look at the nutrition fact on a Coke Zero, it just says, ha, 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 ha. It's a little mirror. You look at yourself. <laughs> it's and say, what, what have I done? It's going, ha, 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 ha. Hey, check out nerdriot.shop. What better way to celebrate our Echo discussion and the show itself by picking up one of our Echo-themed merch over at nerdriot.shop. We got a Kingpin's Who's the Monster shirt. We have the Echo Bloody Knuckles shirt. Uh, And we still have lots of Loki stuff. Hector's drinking out of a Loki mug right now. We got Loki shirts over there. Ooh, Ooh. got a stories. We got Doctor Strange shirts. Oh, uh, this is a cool one. Maybe there's some classics. Oh, I'm wearing dope. one of our classic Mephisto shirts. Oh, that right is now. Mephisto. I thought that was like a cool like anime manga thing. It is. Man. It's, it's Mephisto, cool. the cool anime manga. Dude. Yeah, cool. Hey, did you know that grabbing merch from NerdRiot.shop is a great way to support the break room and all the awesome work we do over at New Rockstars? Head on over to NerdRiot.shop or click the link in the description below to pick up something nice for yourself right now. So, here's my question three, fellas. Yeah. Uh, the Defenders likely are canon. Yep. Uh, if we go by the Disney Plus rules. Yep. The Disney Plus timeline rules. Yep. How do we think this sets up, if at all, like a new Defender saga? Are they going to use the D word ever again in the I MCU? Hope so. I hope so. It's too good not to use. I mean, I think they will. I think, uh, you know, Jessica Ritter, um, Jessica Jones, Kristen Ritter. Uh, <laughs> I 
Jessica Ritter. Jessica Ritter. Jessica Ritter. Yeah. Uh, I think she yeah. would come back. I think my culture's talked about it. I think there's a willingness and a, and a want. Yeah. So I don't see why it couldn't happen. Is it, yeah. Will there be riots in the streets if there's any recasting of defense? Like, they're it recasting depends. Vanessa. It depends. There was a lot of there was a lot of moaning about like Foggy and Karen. I think they're gonna come back. I the think, same I, actress. Yes, I think Vanessa is gonna be the original Vanessa if they use her. Okay. Because it's a new show. Mm -hmm. I think Foggy and Karen come back for sure because mm -hmm. of that Marvel listens to the fans overall. Right. I think there's been a lot of reactionary. I think Marvel brand right now is not as strong as it was mm -hmm. a year ago because of you know the the intermittent things that people sure, haven't loved sure. as much. But I think they've had more variables against them out of their control mm. that caused all this right. between a pandemic and a strike and all these things i think they're going to want to get the most fan approval they can for the next couple of years yeah. so you would not have you know karen and foggy if that's sure. what people want especially yeah. like i think non-powered yeah just bring and both those actors. actors love those roles yeah. it's not like they don't want back it, it the, the ultimate test is that um Here's the question. The question is, can Marvel Studios now, today, with their creative force, writers and producers and everybody, take whatever Netflix Defender shows set up and like keep it good or make it better? Mm. And the answer is yeah. Because the test is, uh, look what they did with another ABC television project, Inhumans. Mm -hmm. They did not have to bring back Anson Mount. No, they didn't. They could have had Black anyone. They anyone. could have had that could have been a stunt casting yeah. dream. But somebody at Marvel, and I have a feeling it's Kevin Feige because I know he's a Trekkie, and I'm sure he saw Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> and in season two, Anson Mount comes in and he really crushes it. Yeah. And I think in the Inhuman show, for as bad as that was, and like mm -hmm. it didn't work on many levels, most levels, Anson did a great job with a very difficult mm -hmm. role. So that somebody decided bring him back. But look. Marvel Studios can put a budget on it. Can yeah. We have our own visual development team. We can do the costume that's Black Bolt, that's really Black Bolt. And he did great in that very right. brief, quick role, and it was really fun. Um, so I think that's the test. And it's like, you're, you're talking about Foggy and Karen. I think that why, why would they not have those actors in play if the characters are in play? Do I want right. a Daredevil season four with the exact same character lineup from the Netflix show? Mm -hmm. No, I'm excited about Daredevil Born Again. I'm excited yeah. at which characters they're gonna utilize. Am I sad that Karen and Foggy weren't announced as like series regulars? Yes, but I wanna see what they're gonna do. And that could change. That could change, and I'm really, yeah, exactly. I'm really hoping that it doesn't mean that they are, especially with Echo revealing that Daredevil was alive during the blip. Mm -hmm. That's what Echo did. It, yeah, it yeah. revealed that Kingpin was alive during the blip, which we kind of knew because Kingpin, Kingpin was active. So in like Hawkeye kind in of. In Hawkeye, yeah. because Ronan was trying to take down the mm -hmm. tracksuit mafia, which is being led by Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, which means alive during the, the, the blip. And to see Daredevil in the mix, it's like he's alive. Yeah. Which of the Defenders characters and supporting characters were dusted? Yeah. And I think the Echo show, if nothing else, and this is why I don't understand there, there not being more conversation around this moment, the Defenders coming back. This is what people have wanted for, what, 10 years? How yeah. long ago was Daredevil? It was like yeah. they had 10 years we've been wanting this 2015 back. to 2018. So 2015 was 10 years ago next year. We have yeah. wanted them to be MCU canon yeah. this long. Yeah. I can't see Marvel not understanding the stakes there. Mm. Yeah. So I definitely think all the fan favorites are back because they know what this is. They know the gold they have in their hands. Yeah. Yeah. And Echo brought them back in canon. Like Daredevil showed up in Echo in the same opening episode that Hawkeye was in. There is an episode of television yes. that have Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye yeah. and Matt Murdock. Yeah. So yeah. even beyond the Spider-Man No Way Home, we have those two in an episode right. of TV. And so Eric, it's all canon. Eric Voss is gonna have a, a video on the channel on New Rockstars this week kind of talking about the um, the, the the amount of Netflix yeah. 
hours of television that yeah. we put out. He is calls a it lot. He calls it baggage. Okay. <laughs> well, let's not stop beating around the bush. Eric is very scared. He's very afraid. You can see the fear in his face yeah. when you watch this video. Because I think, and I think he, his his stance is basically just, well, we can't take all of it. Yeah, it's we can a lot. take some of it. and We can't take all of it. It doesn't and, all line and up. To that, I say, Eric, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Comics have taken all of it Thank for sixty you. years. <laughs> Thank 60 you. Sixty years. Thank when you. When was Spider-Man invented? Sixty years ago. Back and every up. so often, exactly. a writer will go, hey, you know what? Paste pot, Pete. Let's exactly. pull from that panel. So there's literally a Secret Wars coming. Have you read the new Secret Wars uh, Battle World number two? No, no, Secret, no, no. So Secret Wars Battle World number two takes place between two panels from a 1984 Secret Wars yes. comic. There is an issue of Secret Wars from 1984 yeah. where Spider-Man has a bandaged arm where he put it in a sling, a sling right after he gets the, the black suit and he disappears into a portal. He comes back in the next issue. We don't know what happened to that portal. This issue tells us right. this year, 40 years later, they're like, let's do a filler issue of that portal adventure. That is the baggage that yeah. comes with Netflix. Make it all candid. It's, it's an opportunity is what Koi is it's saying. It's gold. Is that there are writers who, I'm sorry, if you're a writer and you're working on the new Daredevil show. Watch Daredevil. Enjoy the baggage. Watch three seasons of a show. And if you're like, well, I want to include Luke Cage. Watch two seasons. I'm so, like, read the Wikipedia These are summary. duffel bags full of money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Open so, those up and about, dance in them. So here's a question. Like, yes. Electra, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, a big character that I'm people sure the MC been, would love to People have been use. really bringing up Electra and talking about Electra as though the Daredevil second season like whiffed it. I don't see I'm not saying that it whiffed it. I'm saying, you know, implied she died. She could have survived. It's comic books, right? Daredevil. And Electra, you, Electra you, Is Electra's, that someone you recast? Electra's known for, no. Because no. I think Elodie Young, I think she did a fantastic job. But what if I, they want to recast and say like this, because this happens in comics, right? Yeah. yeah Multiple yeah. people take up a moniker. Right, yes. right. I mean, is right now, Daredevil if, is Electra. If you're, like, yeah. Daredevil if, is Electra Nachos. If you're asking me if Marvel Studios will recast someone, I defer you to Iron Man 2. Of course sure. they will. Yeah, yeah. Of course they will. Like, Rhodey was recast. Yeah. Bruce Banner was recast. If you're telling, if you're telling me like, well, Hector, you don't want to, you know, tie uh, Marvel Studios' hands around their backs if they want to do something creative, go in a creative direction. I'm not saying that. Obviously, if somebody at Marvel Studios is, is looking at Elodie Young, the actress who played Electra Nachos in Daredevil Season 2 and in Defenders, and going, this doesn't really work with what we... Then fine. And but then Elodie Young has moved on to like, what, like I don't know what she's doing. Maybe she's raising a family and she, Deborah been, Ann Wall is out here being like, let me back. Like yeah, there's right. a different conversation between like, she, yes. I'm at a con going, I'd like Hugo, to play Hugo Cage. Weaving didn't want to come back. Right. Because of, because they didn't want Ross to pay Mark him enough Mark or whatever. Electra. Ross Marquand probably could be a great Electra. Yeah, all I'm saying is that those shows, the Netflix shows, and I'm going to go back further. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm -hmm. Agent Carter. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, Runaways. Yeah. Uh, uh, Runaways I'm, come back. I'm and... even gonna bring up Hellstrom. Whoa. If they, if there's not a writer at Marvel Studios right now that hasn't seen every episode of the one season of Hellstrom and gone, Dude, can we do? Canon? Can we do? Well, no, that's separate. That's I know. Separate. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine? Uh, not interested. Bring in it in. No, because that's too much baggage. Because <laughs> that, oh no! I found his line. We found his line. Let me tell you it's why. Like 10 <laughs> let me tell you why. Because that involves an established history of Charles Xavier. Right. Which that's they're going to establish a new one. But they're going to establish about Charles two new son. ones through Deadpool. So they could totally have a third one be the... Listen, now. if there's a Legion like cameo or reference in Deadpool 3, 
go for it. That's, do that. I want but a taste. I would love to see Marvel Studios tackle that mythology from the get. On I their want own. Aubrey Plaza in Agatha Harkness to acknowledge that <laughs> she was. A she bitch. was. That's fine. I want that's a witch fine. to look into a portal and be that's like, "That's crazy." Absolutely I'm fine. Head. But uh, I think I think all of the TV show stuff, all those characters I mentioned, Cloak and Dagger, Hellstrom, Runaways, that's everything. A deep cut. Yeah. Very, I mean, that's as deep as you can go. But I think all of that should be considered. Okay. Meaning, if there's an opportunity, like there was in Doctor Strange, where someone went, "What if Black Bolt is on the the Illuminati the mm -hmm. way he is in the comics?" and someone went, "We can just use the same actor." Like, yeah. If there's an opportunity. It, yeah. Have these actors basically not on retainer, but like active in play. The same way, like Gwyneth Paltrow is Pepper Potts. Is she contracted for a movie right now? Probably not. No. But in a couple of years, if there's an Iron Heart yeah. moment, if there's something where Happy Hogan yeah. picks up, a, like if there's a way to somehow, oh, remind audiences of that character, it's going to be Gwyneth. I don't want it to be a new actor. No. Like that's right. that's, that's too much legacy in this. That's timeline. all I'm talking about. Is right. that also, the right canon. writers can make all this work. But, and yes. people in the, uh, the chat, inevitably people that don't love this stuff like we do, and to this level, are like, it's, it'll get complicated, it'll be too confusing, know, they're gonna go, stuff. They're... Watch Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. With the right writers, you can yeah. make anything canon work. The canon yeah. event concept was yeah. explained for children. Even Finn Jones is, is uh, Danny Rand. I think there's a there's a that's a challenge, but there's writers and producers and choreographers and people that can bring back that actor in that role in some story and really just an excuse to bring back Colin Jessica Wing. Henwick. That's Jessica just Henwick. an excuse to Jessica bring back Henwick Colin Wing. Jessica Henwick, who did not audition for Shang Chi. Do you know why? Yeah. Because she, she loves the character, the character Colleen Wing yeah. so much that she was like, I'm holding out hope that maybe there's an opportunity for me to come back yes. as Colleen. How, how beautiful that is that? That makes me love her How beautiful more is somehow? that? So there's a, there's a, now, and if the, if the, right now, if the writing is like, yeah, but Danny Rand is this outdated character, do what they did in the comics, pass yeah. off the mantle, but you can still use actor Finn Have Jones. Have him at least yeah. show up and be he like. He can pass along the mantle. That's all I'm saying. And that's Bump fists. Like, and then, he yeah, was such a, 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 he survived two seasons of yeah. kick back yeah. and was still positive about the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Like Finn Jones, the guy, still a sweetheart about Iron yeah, Fist. Right. So I think he would love them. And him, that gives him a moment. Him in Defenders, I think the character Danny really oh, works in Defenders. Second season literally ended with an Iron Fist that was about to be everything we wanted. Yep. They The second yep. season of the Iron Fist ends with the end of No Way Home. Yeah. You're yeah. like, we finally got Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. okay, it's canceled. And it's canceled. Uh, my biggest discrepancy between the Netflix yeah. stuff and Marvel is Who's the reporter? Ben. Uh, ben Urich. I know, Urich. man. All I of know. his articles are like, thousands died in New York. And then, you know, there's the scene in Civil Marvel's War. Like, 17, where, where the government's like, 102 people died in the Battle of New York. It's like, what? The guy's <laughs> like, in the Battle of Harlem, 800 yeah. people died. And I, I want them to keep it. Yeah. Because I love that either either he's a sensationalist journalist or the government is really yeah. covering the body people. Both of those realities. Either, That's why either, I think, yeah, put it either, all together. Either Sokovia those... Falls, five people got knees. Yeah. There's like 70 people. It's like yeah. by me. I love that. Either way, it's a great story. Yeah, yeah. Someone's lying and I love it. Uh, I want to get to chat questions because there's a lot of them. Yeah, let's do it. low on time. But before we do that, um, I think uh, Jessica put in her breakdown and this will come out soon, but I love the fact that Maya loves these very expensive cookies from New York. Oh. To the point where I got these cookies for you guys. Whoa! You don't have to eat on screen, but you can- From New York? Yeah. These Levant You got these cookies from New York? Who is this producer? Is this Justin Hammer flying in what ice cream is, from I San Francisco? I how this is possible. Just what are you doing? This is what? Tony bringing uh, Joe's pizza. Dude. You like these cookies, right? <laughs> I am wow. so excited right now, Internet. Wow. Look at this. Uh, Look at that. Show prop right there. Boom. Boom. 
Levine. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to wait a moment. What did you do with that Please wine? Please show the cookies to the camera because these cookies oh, are my cool. Wait, I think I've had these. Yeah, they, they, did, they did not like, show the cookies on screen. No, these are what not. the cookies look like. Look at those. Where's the bottle of wine? That's what a cookie should look like. He poured it in the sink. Did you get the bottle of wing? Uh, I, I poured it down the sink. Yeah, uh, I think so. I'm gonna go with this one. If do it. That's okay. You said each cookie is what? Five million calories? <laughs> yeah, five million calories. No, uh, five bucks. Oh, yeah. One cookie, five bucks. Uh, that's not a cookie. That's <laughs> a. That's, this also is not a cookie. That's, that's, a, that's a conky. Yeah. This is also. <laughs> that's a chonky conky. Sandwich. Yeah. This is amazing. It's <laughs> a full. Brian, there's your thumbnail right there too. Thumbnail shot. Um. All right. So. Cool, cool, it's a conky. We, we, it's a conky. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it chocolate chip? Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, so, um, a lot of questions about Maya's powers. We've, we've talked about it, you know, on the Inside Marvel. We talked about it today a little bit. Uh, Kobe Wan Kenobi, uh, a lot of different people are asking. But I think final verdict from you guys here. Do you think she can transfer powers to people outside of her family? No. Generally. No. no, it's no. all just for that moment. And yeah. it's only the women yeah. in that yeah. family. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. They're the, they give life. That's right. The men take it away. That's right. That'll bring it to the show. Yeah. Do you think she'll uh, be able to talk to her ancestors outside yeah. of Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's okay. tapped in. She's tapped in. Yeah, She's like I, the avatar. It's like once you access that power. Yep. I still think it's stronger there. Yep. I think Ancestral like if, land. If, yeah. if Bonnie comes to NYC, she can't share the power there. Like, no, we gotta be on the <laughs> gotta be on the yeah. home turf for that. I can't do that move. I here. get that. What's the um the fun guy that like what the the my my studio, like. Oh yeah, the cellular network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like yeah. that, where like when there's a bigger patch, she's more connected, but yeah, she yeah. always is underneath. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or I think if you know she, if she goes to like an event in New York where oh, there's, there's like, like a drum American? circle or something, hell yeah, and that'd then be she, like, awesome. Rrr. It's like that'd Superman awesome. in the sun, baby. Like, yeah. I, love I love that. By the power of heritage. <laughs> love that. This uh, is so good. Yeah, it's like a walnut chocolate chip. The inside is so tender and moist. Outside is nice and crunchy. I want to get through this because I want to eat. Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> the insides like cookie dough, and know, the outside is like a well baked cookie. This is like an eight point nine. This is now nah, I'm gonna go nine one. This is yeah. a nine one. This, like, you can, you know why these are Maya's favorite. Like, yeah, this is the so good. The inside is literally still tender. Maya, you you can understand how Maya Lopez got into criminality oh, because yeah. these cookies are so fucking good. I would murder people yeah. on the streets in New York. Also, at five bucks a cookie, you gotta do crime. <laughs> you gotta, Maya, you have, you have to do crime. <laughs> if you want that cookie, you better shoot this man in the face. Okay. <laughs> do you think uh, Kobe Wan Kenobi asked how much does Matt Murdock know about Maya if he was keeping tabs on Kingpin mm. while being Daredevil? Would he have known? Oh, about that's great a question. great point. He must great know exactly. Exactly who she is. Well, when um, they fight, that's her first job, so it's probably new. But he's probably. Um, I'm well, sure. I'm sure that she made an impression on him. Right. And I'm sure that 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 I don't know if he ever crossed paths with her again. But mm -hmm. the fact that in that flashback scene, Wilson Fisk was like, none of my men have been able to, makes yeah. me think like, okay, for the next few years, because remember, that was supposed to be like 2021. That's mm -hmm. smack dab in the middle of the five year blip. Yeah, and I'm so also thinking another like, year and a half. Plus, Daredevil starts being Daredevil 2015. Yeah. So Maya's, uh, you know, a, a yeah. late teenager. He, he probably sees at some point, I don't know when the tracksuit mafia gets going, but so 2017, 2018, or 2018 is when her dad dies. Well, right? here's what I think you're asking is like, was Matt Murdock in his research of Wilson Fisk mm -hmm. in like Daredevil season one, mm -hmm. getting into who this person is who's like puppeteering all this crime, did he realize that he had some sort of like foster daughter, adoptive right. daughter situation? I don't think so. I think mm -hmm. that the whole Maya and I'm your guardian was really sort of kept under wraps. You didn't even learn sign language. Exactly, dude. I mean, honestly, I think they yeah. they saw each other honestly, once a week. 
Honestly, yes, which just helps build up how Wilson Fisk is like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. he literally only cared about to pay for something. You can explain away like the baggage, if you will, yeah. right? That like yeah. he was close to her when she was a little girl. Yeah. Maybe they kind of drift away yeah, in her like teenage years. It's almost like a boarding school situation. She's in New York, she's right. training, and he's kind of checking in on her. Yeah. And then it only isn't until he what was it in the flashbacks that like her father gets killed? Right. Which he orchestrates. And yeah. he probably is like, I'm gonna do this and swoop in and, 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 and when she starts really yeah. doing crime, you know, with yeah. that little motorcycle moment and he has to go and get her, he right. sees the potential and he's like, well, now I'm going to make you an enforcer. Yeah. But back to the question, is Daredevil aware of Maya Lopez as one of Kingpin's enforcers in the tracksuit mafia? I say yes. He must be, yeah. So that next time she shows up, maybe that's the superhero misunderstanding. And yep. Matt Murdock's like, oh, you're one of Fisk's enforcers. And they fight mm -hmm. first and then realize they're on the same page. Yep. Inevitably has to happen. It's going to be great. A lot of people asking, like Terry Saunders, 30, how long do we see Echo again? Do we see her in Daredevil Born Again? Yes. I think that's the most likely place. I'd love to see it. The yeah. question is, when does Daredevil Born Again take place? Mm. Because we know I that Echo- I think some of it's gonna be during the blip, right? Echo happens, oh, great question. Mm -hmm. Echo happens, all of the show takes place before the last few episodes of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Mm -hmm. Meaning yeah. the, the, the Daredevil timeline is the show, uh, his two seasons, Defenders, the third season. Then we don't see Daredevil again until this Echo flashback right. in the middle of the blip. Then we see him as Peter Parker's lawyer in the fall of 2024. Mm -hmm. Then we don't see him again until She-Hulk. Until summer 2025. Until, until summer 2025. So Daredevil, when does it take place? How does it, if it's about Kingpin's like ramping up the campaign mm -hmm. or is he already mayor? And we're into 2026 or beyond. You well, they are they are reworking the show a little bit, but yeah. from early set photos, there was a shot where they were in front of a church, and there was like a bulletin board, and, and they either said the date, and it yeah. was during the blip, oh. or it was referencing the blip. Something on the board okay, was referencing. Okay, okay. I'm remembering it a little cloudy, but like okay. I think they insinuated that some of this would happen during the and blip, I can't which would make they a ton of sense. Want to explore that. Especially yeah. if yes. it's a longer season show. Especially like and, and, and maybe gets Kingpin out of jail, right? Kingpin's in jail, the blip happens, and like New York City's Could like, be. we don't have enough, we don't have Could enough be. prison guards. We have to let people out, right? And we honestly no. Kingpin, he's not that bad. And he's and he's still about. and you know that Kingpin is so connected that even if all of his if half of his lawyers get dusted, yeah. he still has enough lawyers he's still got all, to he's get got his the ass best out of there. In New York but still. then going back to the blip, like I want to learn if Matt Murdoch's friends and family were yeah. dusted. Did Karen if and Karen Bobby, and Bobby are gone? How which does that is maybe how they had written that they weren't in the show? Right. Yeah. What and, if enough of it took place exactly, during the blip? Exactly. And he goes exactly. full Ronin, and he's like, yeah. "No, I'm gonna go back to killing people." How, how does it affect Matt? How yeah. does it affect you know? So yes, so yes, great question. And how would it affect his senses? The world's half as left. Yeah, I was about to. I was just about to say like that's so cool. I was just about to say like they love showing the blip moments, and I'd I'm, love. I'm kind of sick of them, but I still love but them. But to have Matt Murdock be like, "There's so many more heartbeats." Wait, wait, what's happening? What's happening? Like just silence. Like he's hearing them all of a sudden. Quiet, here's quiet, here's quiet. all I ask for Daredevil Born Again. Please know, like, I can't use my powers anymore. That was my no, number one gripe about the show. They did they're it not gonna so many times. Yeah, after Defenders, he had to, like, uh, train back up. He did yeah, it yeah. every season he would have to train back <laughs> <laughs> up. That's not a Justin and Aaron movie. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, man. Um, Beltalauda9 asking, what Belt new What new characters would you like to see join the Defenders? What new, new characters? characters? Ooh, well, so we gotta think, like, street-level New Yorkers. Is it out of the question to have like Spider-Man on the Defenders? I, you know, I, I'd rather I, that than Avengers. I, I don't know I, if kinda, it, yeah. I keep just yeah. thinking back to those comics that were they're coming out in like 2007, 2008, right after Civil War, where mm -hmm. that Defenders was like Clint Barton, Luke Cage, mm -hmm. Danny Rand, uh, Jessica Drew, like the real Jessica yeah. Drew, right. like those characters. That was so badass. That sort of mm -hmm. street level Avengers, uh, secret yeah. Avengers, underground Avengers. That would be. So it, cool. it makes me worry because like Marvel. 
Yeah. Marvel only, you know, it's a real handshake deal with Spider-Man and they got to be careful about how they use them. It's like, yeah. would they use it if it's a Defenders movie? show? Right. Would they use it? Probably not. But if it's a Defenders movie, maybe. Yeah. It would be great to have them at least have... He doesn't have to be on the Defenders, but a moment of like, what are you guys doing here? And they're yeah. like, we got it. He's like, all right, I'm busy. I'd love yeah. to see Hawkeye over there. I mean, Kate yeah. Bishop can be on yeah. the Young Avengers. Clint yeah. can be on the event, uh, the Defenders. Yeah. Sure. Or even like okay. Marvel, would that be oh, I mean, I know she's like an she's Avenger, but like... Here's a question. I think that like the Defenders being the sort of like not a second tier, but like a street level version of the Avengers, mm -hmm. that idea I think kind of came from Ultimate Comic Books where like Hank Pym in the Ultimate Universe, he made the Defenders and it had like Night hawk and all these like yeah. and like valkyrie and these sort of like mm -hmm. imposter people but to go back to the original defenders <laughs> comics surfer hulk right, I, I was gonna say like what if the defenders the original defenders lineup was the hulk bruce banner stephen strange silver surfer and namor the submariner would it be they crazy? They were pretty OP. It was crazy. Yeah, it was like, and Valkyrie joined not too oh, long yeah, after. Oh yeah, she was like 1980s version of it. Would, yeah. it would have been really cool. I mean, would that be insane if the Defenders, if there was some version of that team? Namor comes out of I, Hudson Bay and is like, we got to get these drug I, peddlers. Yeah, and like, it's like, all right, but, I think it's a little... I, uh, he was at the Echo premiere, canon. <laughs> Back in the day, the, the first Defenders superhero team was more of like a Doctor Strange team. They would do mm -hmm. Doctor Strange shit. They'd go do like oh, interdimensional okay. cosmic stuff. Yeah. I'm saying the street level idea for the name Defenders came later, mm. and then Netflix really kind of like you know took hold yeah. of it, and now that's what we think of. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would still love to see in some capacity because we have no Silver Surfer yet, but he's the only missing piece. Yeah, it Everybody would be great to play. have like this street level team and one just like oh yeah, like Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange come back out of his yeah. portal. He's like, hey, I had a great time with well, what, what are you guys in, doing? In, <laughs> the, <laughs> in the Underground Defenders, their headquarters for a minute was Stephen Strange's Sanctum in yeah. New York, and Stephen mm -hmm. Strange was on that team. And they just pop in and out, kind of like that. Yeah, put a, put Electra on that team. I but, love it. I mean, so many different characters. Not Punisher though. He's crazy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. I think anytime you try to make Punisher problem. a team player yep. doesn't understand the character. Bit of, yep. bit of a problem, the old Punisher. Yeah. Any other questions, Evan? Go. Yeah, last question here to wrap it up. Um, if it's uh, HBasso13, Spidey Sensei72 asking, uh, what do you want to see in Spotlight next? And I'll add, if it's not Daredevil Born Again, mm -hmm. what do you want to see this banner tackle next? Ooh, <sighs> I got one. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider? Ooh. And if we're talking about the shows, I'd love for their, their if it's Johnny Blaze, uh-huh. Great, but I would love for them to be able to incorporate uh, the Gabriel Luna version of the character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the okay. Robbie Reyes, who yeah. has a car, and then still end the show with some introduction of Danny Ketch. So there's almost like a there's almost like a generational lineage of of, of ghost writers okay. because in Agents of Shield they had a tease to the Johnny Blaze version the one that Nicolas Cage played but we never saw the human actor it was just like the one skull mm -hmm. and then that was like a quick tease to it so I would love this Marvel spotlight if the rumors are that they're trying to get Ken actor mm -hmm. to okay. play Ghost Rider that he would want to do it I know Keanu would want to do it but leave Keanu for Silver Surfer I don't know I just like he's so perfect, he's so perfect <laughs> but I would want Keanu to be Silver Surfer so he could almost be like a CG character like Ruffalo and could play him forever just and like that voice coming out of someone like discussing the human condition yes. is Keanu Keanu walks that. around going like that. what if man and I'm I, like that's I Silver Surfer I love it I love it so I, yeah I, I forgot there was one more question yeah. that uh, we've been talking about and the internet's been talking about Brad Winderbaum said that we would get the answer to who bought Avengers Tower we didn't get it. Yeah. No, that's not fair. That's not fair. Brandon <laughs> asked him, are we ever going to know? Yes, are we ever going to know? And yeah. Brad Winterbaum said, yes, we will know. Yeah. He didn't say it's happening in Echo. <laughs> no, Y'all like need to calm interview. down. It's, there was an Echo background. Listen, so like, 
The context, people. The context. So yeah, we'll learn. We'll, we'll learn. Who it is. And I do think it's Fisk, but we didn't could learn be. It definitively. I mean, wouldn't it, it's wild to be Fisk? It could only yeah. be Fisk, I think, if it's like a weird shell company and they had no idea it was right. Fisk. Right. There's no way they let Fisk buy that building. Or it becomes mad. I mean, if or, you tear or, or. all the if you tear all the tech out and stuff, fine. Yes. And yeah, which I assume crazy. it's all gone. The DOGC took everything. Pepper took half of it. Or the Baxter DOGC building is becomes the Avengers Tower and yeah. you know Fantastic Four. But it sounds like that's moving. No. It could be that Fisk, like you said, bought it with shell companies, mm -hmm. and now it's called the Baxter Building. Right. And then at the end of a Daredevil, or at the beginning of a Fantastic Four movie, or at the end of a Fantastic Four movie, the think tank that's in there, that's led by Richards, they find a way to get Fisk out. Yeah. So then it just becomes solely owned by Richards and the family, and mm -hmm. that becomes the Baxter Building. I like so it. I like that it. could so it could kind of be both Fisk and uh, Fantastic Four. I like that. It's gotta right. be. It can't be Oscorp. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> Spider-Man would have known. He would have. He knows he, not to trust a guy he, named Norman Osborn. Right. He flew right through it. Yeah, I do hope that uh, uh, the MCU Peter Parker is just checking on suspicious, all the Norman Osborns yes, yes. in the phone book. I want him to know. meet a professor of his, and it's uh, Olivia. And then he and he's like, "Which what, professor? What?" Octavius. And he's like, "Uh oh!" And it's like a cool lady yeah, with yeah. Uh, with tentacles. Maybe I'm into that. I don't know. I, I want to meet Agatha and be like, "Your voice sounds familiar." Your voice sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Very familiar. That's it for us today. Mm. Make sure to subscribe to the Break Room channel right here on YouTube. We're gonna be eating these cookies and give us a follow. Give us a follow on Twitch. Where we do these videos live. Uh, would everyone like to plug their socials? Well, you can find me at Coychandro, C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U, uh, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, I just put out my top 24 most anticipated to 2024, and this year I'm going to be doing more comic book breakdowns. I always do by the, by the year. It's too many I really, I, idea. I really loved your top 1,000 movies I saw in 2023. <laughs> And your top 1,000 every comic book series that's active right now that I'm reading. But only the series, I, not the specials. I literally read, and I'm not kidding, yeah. I put out my top 40 favorite series I believe of 2023 yeah. because I read 462 yeah. and I thought a top 9% was fair. I was going yeah. to top 10%, but it was 50 books. It is. I literally read 462 comic series last year. I believe it. 40 was fair. It was reasonable even. It was, it, you were you oh. were like editing yourself. I was it's so, crazy. dude, so many books I loved didn't make the cut of my top 40. That's <laughs> my, that reading that much is my hell. I read between <laughs> 70 me. and 90 books a week. Uh, wow. Like, so I, I just consume all of that. And Dude, I have, are you on Goodreads? Uh, I'm on Goodreads. I use the Good. library and then I have like the publishers that send me some stuff, but it's just a volume. No, but I'm saying, are you like, are you like rating oh, one through five stars? I, I use it as a wish list. I need to log more. I, I Bro, input, I need it. to output more. Cause I want to see your Goodreads like at the end of the year, how many pages you read, how many, yeah. Like my letterbox, my letterbox. Yeah. Cause I, I watched 177 new movies last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Letterbox, and that's why I did the top 23. Yeah. Hey, those are rookie numbers, dude. You got to pump those numbers Yeah, yeah, what's this 177? Come on. That's like what, one every two days. Yeah, it's pathetic. Um, my socials I'd love to plug real quick is uh, check out uh, the YouTube channel, The Chexicans. C-Z-E-C-H-X-I-C-A-N-S, Chexicans podcast. We just did a live episode and we're gonna do a live episode every week. And we just did an episode talking about, we're a little late, but we're catching up, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And it was a good time. It was a good time. Everybody got mad at me because I was like, that baby should have died. Everybody, yes, heck or no. Baby should have died. Baby should have died. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You delay a movie Thank a whole you. year. You kill that baby. Kill the baby. Kill the baby. Do you have that big wide shot? Kill the Everyone baby. Everyone in this big wide shot kill knows the ba yeah. baby should have died. Baby should have died in that wide shot. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, check out that podcast. Yeah, check it out. And you can find me at Grin and Barrett on X. Hey, we'll catch you next time. Let us get us. Goodbye. 
Thanks for listening. You can check out our Breakroom live streams at Breakroom NR on Twitch at 3 p.m. Pacific. And don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. You can find us at Breakroom NR on Instagram and X. Thanks for listening. Later, Gators.